Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Wanted to talk about the reports that the United States has dispatched a senior envoy to cool seething tensions on the Israel-Lebanon border. Um, very difficult thing to do, I imagine, because, you know, Israel is not technically fighting Hezbollah. Israel is technically fighting Hamas, or factually, right, fighting Hamas and Islamic or Palestinian Islamic Jihad from Lebanon. So I thought, let me try and understand how to get my head around this. And uh, speaking to me right now is Professor Eitan Gilboa. Welcome. Uh, He's an expert on U.S.-Israel relations and a senior research fellow at Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security. Good morning, Professor. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So it's interesting that the United States has dispatched a senior envoy to cool seething tensions. I mean, that seems to be the only thing that the U.S. really does as Israel's ally. And that's going back decades. Every time Israel engages, and I'm saying this as a diaspora Jew, but I have a limited but a, some knowledge about the history of Israel. But whenever there is... Um, you know, some military action that needs to be taken against an enemy of the state of Israel. The United States very quickly, if even if they support it in the beginning, are saying, calm down, you know, be, be more proportionate, uh, you know, withdraw, just, you know, it's constantly telling or talking Israel down, which might not always be in the interests of Israel. What's your thought on that? Yes, uh, first of all, from the beginning of the war against Hamas in Gaza, the United States and Israel have uh, closely collaborated on major issues uh, related to the war. Uh, <clears throat> Israel is not uh, fighting just uh, Hamas. Uh, we are talking about Iran's proxies. Iran is the head of the snake and prefers uh, to use uh, all kinds of proxies, uh, Gaza, obviously, Hamas and Islamic Jihad, Hezbollah in Lebanon, uh, pro-Iranian militias in Syria and Iraq, and the Houthis in in Yemen. So all of them are uh, conducting uh, anti-Israel military activities on behalf of Iran. So this week uh, we had, uh, you mentioned, an American envoy his name is Amos Hochstein. Uh, he organized, uh, he mediated the gas agreement between Israel and Lebanon uh, a few years ago, 2020. And uh, the, uh, the Northern Front, Israel versus Hezbollah, Lebanon, uh, uh, is becoming more and more intensive. Hezbollah is firing, uh, firing, um, uh, all kinds of, uh, of weapons uh, uh, against houses and civilians in northern Israel. I have not heard uh, South Africa very much concerned about that, uh, uh, that kind of warfare and no. aggression by Hezbollah. And, no, we're and not Iran. concerned about that at all. We, we really aren't. Yes, that's yeah. right. Uh, so so, um, so um, uh, uh, Israel is losing its patience uh, with Hezbollah. And uh, a few days ago, uh, uh, conducted uh, uh, an operation against the number two person in, in Hamas, Salah al-Aruri, uh, was targeted killing in the, in the Dahya neighborhood in Beirut. 
So there were there have been much concerns here about uh, the, the option, the possibility of uh, of uh, expanding the war on the northern front. So this American mediator is now coming to Israel. Uh, is ob- it is obvious that uh, there's no way Israel could return to the pre-October 7 situation both in Gaza and in Lebanon. And Israel demands that, that Hezbollah withdraw its Radwan forces from very close to the border uh, to a place uh, to the Litani River, which uh, was required by United Nations Security Council Resolution 1701 back in 2006 and never complied, uh, Lebanon and Hezbollah never complied with this uh, resolution. So Israel is saying uh, either you do it by diplomacy and get an agreement to do that or we will have uh, no other choice but to use force. So this is uh, one issue that uh, the United States and Israel uh, have to coordinate on. And I need to mention that one of the main goals of the United States is to prevent expansion of the war. Uh, the Biden administration is uh, quite worried that uh, if there's another war in Lebanon or if Iran is involved, then it, it, it is a threat. Uh, to American politics, uh, the primaries, uh, the primary session, the 2024 presidential elections um, will be starting in uh, on January, mid-January. So, so we have here domestic politics in the United States as well, which is in a mess. Can we just agree on that? Okay, so Professor yes. Gilbar, um, you know we look. As, as somebody sitting in the diaspora, I'm not connected to the Israel intelligence or the military or anything like that. But I look and I just, based on fact, I'm seeing that um, Hamas, when they are, they're based in Beirut, right? They are giving all their press conferences from Beirut. And then there's also Qatar. I mean, does Israel, is Israel going to target um, Hamas targets in every country in which Hamas uh, leadership resides? Okay, that's a very good question. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> uh, Salah Haruri uh, and Hamas spokespersons are in Beirut because this is part of the axis of evil run by Iran. Right. So we, uh, the, uh, Salah Haruri was uh, <coughs> in Beirut coordinating activities with Hezbollah and meeting with not only with Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, but also with Iranian, uh, Iranian uh, leaders, military and political. And Israel said several times that all of those who were responsible for the uh, October 7 uh, massacre uh, would be, would be uh, eliminated. This goes back, you may recall the 1982 Munich uh, Olympic Games. Yes where uh, September, the Black September terrorists um, uh, affiliated with Arafat under his uh, jurisdiction, uh, they killed uh, Israeli athletes and uh, Israel at that time made a decision to hunt them and, and kill them as long as the time needed uh, to achieve that goal. And this goal was achieved. And it seems to me that this is what we will be happen will be happening now. <clears throat> the problem with Aruri, <clears throat> sorry, 
is that he was also coordinating and uh, sending money and weapons to, to the West Bank and trying to organize to start uh, a, a, another front in the West Bank. So it was even more urgent uh, to take him out, and this was the reason for, for doing it now. But I can assure you that uh, in the next few years, all of those Hamas uh, leaders responsible for October 7 would not be leaving. Professor, as a research fellow at the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security, do you think that Israel's um, alliance with the United States has served in the long term, if you had to zoom out and look at the relationship and the benefits to Israel over the long term, do you think that it has benefited the Israel, Israel the way that an alliance should? Yeah, well, <clears throat> um, Israel depends on the United States for military aid, uh, diplomatic activity at hostile uh, UN organizations, uh, and and uh, political uh, political and economic support, and, uh, and and the United States is doing it not only because uh, of what Israel is, but due to uh, global alignments. The war against Hamas in Gaza is not just between Israel and Hamas. This uh, this war has regional and global implications. And uh, uh, the U.S.-Israel relationship is based on a combination of strategic interests, values, uh, the power of the Jewish community in the United States, and, and strong support from public opinion. I've just um, completed a study of American public opinion toward Israel during the war, yeah. and the numbers are impressive. Uh, substantial uh, segments of the American public supports uh, Israel supports uh, Biden's policy toward Israel, and so I imagine that for the for the future foreseeable future, these interests, uh, values, and support will continue. And uh, but it is very important for Israel uh, to take into consideration American concerns and American requests, and this is why Tony Blinken. American Secretary of State is going to come here next week, I believe on Monday, Tuesday, to further coordinate joint approaches to the conduct of the war the day after Lebanon hostages and other matters. This requires close coordination on a daily basis. Uh, every day, American and Israeli officials are discussing what is happening and what should be done and what could be done. Obviously, there are some disagreements, especially about the day after. But uh, so the two sides have to uh, to listen to each other and coordinate as much as possible uh, the next moves. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Well, let's see. What would you do if you were in charge of the of Israel's alliances? Who would you make alliances with? Yeah, I. I uh, I elected to be a scholar rather than a politician. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't envy. Uh, I don't envy any politician these days, uh, either in Israel or the United States. And the reason is very simple: the challenges are immense, tremendous, and uh, all kinds of dilemmas that you have to deal with. And all of it is very, very difficult. That, that's, that, this is very difficult. Difficult decisions uh, almost every day. War 
is a, is a war in itself is, is a terrible, uh, terrible uh, situation. And uh, every day you have to, when you send people to war, and you know that some of them are not going to come back, this is a, this is a major responsibility. You have to. Uh, you, you have to do what you have to do. There's no question about it that Hamas has <clears throat> to be defeated, eliminated from Gaza. Uh, and I'm always surprised why they, why the Gazans themselves are not uh, aware that uh, that Hamas uh, has brought to them. Only disaster after disaster after disaster. Uh, there was a, an Arab Spring. Uh, there's no Arab Spring in in Gaza or the West Bank. And, and therefore, uh, you, you don't select your neighbors, but I wish we, we have had neighbors that would, would, be, would, would want to live in peace with you. I don't see it right now, and it will take um, a few more years before conditions are created to promote another attempt at peace. Yeah. Professor Gilboa, I, I say thank you very much. I wish you and your family Shabbat Shalom. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, today's my last day. I've been standing in for the main man, What Counts, a man by the name of Howard Feldman, who you've spoken to before. And I have no doubt that uh, Howard will be speaking to you going forward. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos and a good weekend. That's Professor Eitan Gilboa, expert on U.S.-Israel relations and a senior research fellow at Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security.